Welcome back to our Difference Maker Leadership Podcast for 2023. Uh, we're, us- we're using this series to share the stories and learnings of successful leaders that are making positive impact in the world around us with the hope that we, the Total Diamond Sea community, all of our friends and family are inspired and challenged to greater heights. Um, so with that, I'd like to welcome today's special guests, Mr. Jose Fuentes, who is one of our maintenance leaders here at Diamond Sea, and his daughter, Miss Nayeli Fuentes. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you all so much for investing a few minutes of your time with me. Um, So you guys are just such special guests to me because similar to you, Mr. Fuentes, I have a handful of kids at home. Um, And what my wife and I realize what we're seeing more and more clearly all the time is perhaps that the most important way that we can make a difference in this world is through investing in our kids, doing a good job to raise a happy, healthy family, happy, healthy kids, um, despite the crazy world that we live in, right? Um, Which you, Mr. Fuentes, uh, along with your lovely wife, have done, um, are doing, I guess, um, with your younger ones at home still. Um, I have so much respect for you and and your family and the way you've served and loved and invested in them for the last 20 years plus. Um, And that's just where I'd like to jump in today, if you don't mind, is just for you to give me just uh, a quick uh, few-minute rundown on your story. Bring us up to speed, brief history of your journey in your life. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey, for those words. Uh, well, every day is thinking about them, mm-hmm. uh, looking at their needs, uh-huh. and learning with them day by day. Yeah. And uh, try to have a good communication with them. Right, right. And uh, it's not easy. Right. This new generation is... A little complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm from Mexico City. Uh-huh. And That's where you were born, raised in Mexico yes, City? Okay. Yes, yes. And, uh, Big when, city. Yeah, yeah. And when I was uh, 16 years old, mm-hmm. uh, I, I made one of my uh, most difficult decisions mm-hmm. on my life to look uh, for new opportunities mm-hmm. uh, for... Uh, help my parents, right. you know, and uh, like you know, in where I come from, uh, they don't have many opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yes, um, I'm come here in my pleasant in 1990. Okay. And uh, I remember my brother asked me if he want to go to school or I want to go work and work. And uh, I told him, uh, well, uh, I plan to stay here just for a year. Uh-huh. And back to Mexico okay. and make a small business, you know, mm-hmm. to uh, to keep uh, support my parents. Okay, but uh, I'm still here. I have you 30, are. 33 years now, uh-huh. and uh, it's difficult when uh, when you are on another country, mm-hmm. different culture, and the language. Right, right. The language. I'm I'm here. To, like I say, 33 years and. I'm still, it's complicated, the second language for me. <laughs> right, right. No, you're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great with it. How long did it take you to learn English? Well. Um, to to I, get where you could have a conversation. I'm still learning. <laughs> ah, you're doing great. Doing great. As long yeah. as I've known you, for sure, several yes. years. And, uh, you know, my first work, when I started working, was on pilgrims. Uh-huh. But over there is, most of the people is Hispanic people. Okay. So, it's not a chance to l- to practice okay, the English. Okay, okay. I take a two years class, English class in college. Okay. But I never practice. Okay. So when I'm started working here, mm-hmm. is when I'm, I'm started uh, 
practice my English. Okay, okay, <laughs> perfect. You're doing great. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, and then uh, uh, my wife and me, uh, we decided to have uh, what what I can say the adventure. Uh -huh, adventure. With her and you know, yeah, with my kids and uh -huh. like I just say, I have big family, three daughters, uh -huh. three boys. What are the ages? Uh, well, my old my old daughter is twenty twenty seven years old. Twenty seven. And the little one is my boys is uh, eight years old. Wow. Yes. Wow. Almost twenty years of <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a big, range. big spread. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, my wife and. And I started a beautiful adventure yeah. with, with them, mm -hmm. and I always talking talk with them about the importance of being better, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, fighting for what they want, right, right, and to be a uh, different, yeah, and on that way uh, try to help others, uh -huh. you know, absolutely, yeah, and I know it's not easy, but it's possible, uh -huh. it's possible. So we also talk to them about our needs and barriers mm -hmm. that we have at the moment mm -hmm. uh, so that they're motivated to be better. Right, right. Know? So they're all, there are always ups and downs, but the most important thing for me was and is that they know that we are not alone. Right. Uh, that there is someone more important than us, uh -huh. and that is God. Yes, yes. With him, everything is possible. Yes, yes. And so I think that up to now, we are doing well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, you know, I, I think the first time I was exposed to your family was the scholarship banquet like mm -hmm. a year or so ago. Um, and I was so impressed with Ali and your Younger sister. Uh, younger sister was here also then, um, and just the trajectory that you guys are on, and I think that's how we ended up in this conversation <laughs> when Noemi and I were, you know, brainstorming um, leaders and families and people that you know we would love to feature stories on the podcast. And um, so I'm curious, Naeli, from uh, your your turn now. So can you share just a, a bit of your story? Um, your second in birth order, right? Second oldest, yes. Second oldest, and uh, so what was it like growing up in the Fuentes household? Um, and what are you up to these days? Yeah, so I think my story pretty much picks up where my dad leaves left off. Um, and I think it's so special that I have him here because I'm usually just kind of saying, oh, my parents did this and that. And um, so having him here and say his story from you know his own voice and his own perspective is pretty special. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, growing up in the Fuentes household, I think, was special in, in more ways than one. Um, I think we grew up in a very loving family. Mm -hmm. Um, but something that I'll always be proud of sharing is that we grew up in a Spanish-speaking, low-income household mm -hmm. um, where, at, of course, at that point, I had no idea, but we right. were struggling financially. Right. Um, and so I remember, uh, you know, growing up, going to school every day, getting ready. Um, and sometimes I would come home with, like, a backpack of food from Titus County Cares. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was, like, every month. And I would be so happy of getting all these snacks. And, like, I would be, like, telling my friends I got these snacks and taking it home. Or during Christmas, Titus uh. County Cares as well. Or the community does, like, a toy drive, different churches. Mm -hmm. And so my family would get that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how cool we got these. Um, but what I didn't realize is that we got them because we were struggling mm -hmm. financially. Right. Um, and so, you know, of course the language barrier as well, I was in ESL, all of my siblings and I were in ESL for, I think I was in ESL till 
third grade, which is English as second language, mm-hmm. where you kind of learn. And so navigating through that, navigating through kids telling you words in English, sometimes maybe insulting you and you're like, what, what is it? And going home telling your parents, hey, so right. w- what does this word mean? And so it was it was definitely difficult. It was definitely, um, again, at the time, I didn't realize what was going on, but I did see, you know, my dad working two jobs sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he wouldn't be home because he was doing overtime Um but I think something that they always instilled in us from the beginning was the importance of our education right. and the hard work right. um, and kind of letting us know that if we wanted a ticket out, um, education was one avenue that we could take. Right. Um, and so thanks to them and thanks to all their, um, you know, part, my dad's hard work, the community for helping us with, you know, not struggling with hunger, at least not not going through right. hunger or things right. like that. Um, I was able to make it through high school. I graduated and. Mm-hmm. In 2016, from here, um, I went to Commerce, got my undergrad, mm-hmm. um, and now I'm at, I'm at Texas Tech Medical School. Um, I'm finishing up my third year. I'll start my fourth wow. year at the end of this month. Mm. Um, I'll graduate next year and then on to residency. So wow, pretty pretty exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> yes. awesome. I love you know love many of the things that you just shared in that story. I think uh, you know I can pick up on perhaps what some of your dad's. You know, my next question for him is key leadership <laughs> philosophies, and and maybe I'm picking up on some of them through the story you just shared. But I love that one of the first things you said is that you you know you always knew you had a loving home, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that just as a as a foundation for the growth and success of anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, starting with the family unit, but that's so much of what we um, imperfect as it is, so much mm-hmm. of what we strive to do at Diamond C and and. Um, and I think in any organization that, that wants to, to grow happy, healthy people, we have to start with some kind of foundation of love and care and respect for one another, right? right. So, um, so Mr. Fuentes, um, what would you say as a father of six and leader in your job? I, I'm going to say a, a very influential leader among your peers, um, among, among uh, your team. Um, would you say are your key, key leadership philosophies or principles? Well, uh, to not be afraid uh, of the challenge or, and opportunities that uh, life uh, give gives you mm-hmm. uh, to take advantage of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and also to try and fight to find su- success. Yeah. yeah, and if you did well, feel proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. And if not, well, you are left with the satisfaction that you try. Right. And you can think about what went wrong and to improve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Beautiful because <laughs> because that's exactly what she just said. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. and your daughter's story is exactly what you just explained. Yeah. Um, take advantage. Jump at the opportunities. Take the opportunities. Don't be afraid of the challenges. Um, gosh, that's so much of, of the story you just shared. And, you know, coming to that realization um, – low-income, Spanish-speaking household, those things, and, and being able to, you've taken some chances. You've been bold in For your sure. moves. And, <laughs> you know, at some point along the way, you said, I, w- I want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty bold ambition for anyone yes. in any circumstance, yes. um, uh, the amount of education and all required. But uh, you're, you're doing exactly what your dad prescribed <laughs> as his key leadership <laughs> philosophies. I love it. It's amazing. Um, so part two to that question is um, kind of what would you say have been the key experiences um, or things in your life that maybe shaped your leadership thinking? What made you think that way? Okay. Uh, well, uh, in my experience, seven years ago, 
I'm started working here for Diamond C as part time, mm -hmm. and two years later, they Diamond C offered me the opportunity to work full time. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, I mean, I didn't feel sure about leaving my other job since. Right. I had been working there for more than 20 years. Oh, wow. I did not yeah. realize you were there so long. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a, it was a good place, mm -hmm. but uh, I still made the decision mm -hmm. to thinking that it will be, it will not be the best one, but I had to give, to give it a try mm -hmm. and uh, look, uh, thanks to God and Diamond C. I have the opportunity to be where I am. I am now. Right, right. Yeah, so, and continue to learn from my mistakes mm -hmm. and successes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to take some chances and and see it play out for yourself. Yeah. Yes, that's some yes. sometimes the best lessons we learn in life, right? Are the ones we mm -hmm. experience maybe the hard way sometimes, and the, <laughs> yes. the chances that we take. Yeah. Um, so, Nelly. Um, how have you seen your father's principles or philosophies play out? Um, those are usually the things that uh, we're not too conscious of at children, as, you, mm -hmm. as children, as you just kind of alluded to a moment ago. But I'm sure some of those things have become clear to you in recent years. Yes, 100%. And I think even now, like just me and my sister will sit down and reflect and just kind of talk about it. We're like, oh, yeah, we didn't realize this had been instilled in us and my parents had done such a good right. job at like guiding us and this is the way we are or we think the way that we think. Um, and so... I think now as through those reflection and those conversations with my siblings, it's just become more clear. Right, right. Um, and in a, in a perfect example, one, of course, is even pursuing higher education, right. you know, being like, how can you pay for college and right. asking for those mentorship and, and not being afraid um, to, to take that next step and to take mm -hmm. risks. Um, but more importantly, I think now in medical school, so uh, the first year, um, usually there's a lot of opportunities, like leadership opportunities through clubs right. and organizations um, where you can apply, mm -hmm. get an interview maybe, and, and maybe get it. And we're talking about a class of like 180 students, right. and there's only like four spots. Wow. Um, and so one of them, um, there's a student-run free clinic um, in Lubbock, which uh, helps Uninsured, the uninsured population in Lubbock County, and it's huge, a huge part of the medical school. Um, and so, as the first year, they like released the application, and there, I, I was, I just remember looking at the requirements, and I was like, oh God, they only picked six students. I was like, Oh my <laughs> goodness, it's, I'm not. There's definitely people way more qualified than I am, but it was something that I really wanted to do because, again, it was part of my life growing up, mm -hmm. kind of not having insurance, and so. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I remember my dad's advice, my mom's advice to, to always tell us, you know, never close a door on yourself. Yeah. Let Try it out. Take that risk. And the worst they can say is no. And mm -hmm. at least you tried, like my dad just said. Right, um, right. And so I was like, I'm going to try it. And if mm -hmm. I don't get it, I won't get it. Um, and luckily, I got an interview and I was one of the six students wow. selected. And wow. that that entire year being part of that team, working wow. with the medical directors really, really shaped me into who I am today, but also mm -hmm. the type of provider that I want to be in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, again, I, I would sit down and, and, and talk with my sisters uh -huh. about that specific experience and more throughout medical school. And so um, I think, like my dad said, it's or like you alluded to as well, it's such a reflection mm -hmm. of, of the good job that my parents did mm -hmm. um, and in their hard work and also their sacrifices yeah, that yeah. they had to do. Because yeah. now my older sister, she got her master's in public health and yeah. she has like her dream job. Wow. Um, my younger sister just got, got her bachelor's of science in nursing mm -hmm. and she's about to start working. And mm -hmm. so it's just so, to us, it's 
are we always say that our achievements are our reflection of their sacrifices yeah. Yeah. and and all the principles that they instilled in us mm-hmm. from a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to just see them and being able to let them know that it wasn't all like in vain and for nothing right, right. Um, is super 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 special for us absolutely. as a whole. Absolutely, such a beautiful thing, and uh, your years and years of consistency, right? Sure. Serving yes. your family. Day in and day out, years of consistency, and then it's—I uh, think of like the—you throw the stone in the in the water and the ripple effect, mm-hmm. and that's what your your leadership, your consistency, your sacrifice, your care and love for your family—it's doing that. It's rippling in, into the world around you, which is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, so, last question for Nayeli um, at Diamond C, we're always striving to be intentional to take um, action and apply what we've learned. Um, so as you think about the ways that your dad's leadership has impacted you and your own leadership journey, journey so far, um, how would you challenge our viewers to take action um, to make a positive difference in the world around themselves? I think it would be to lift as you climb. I think that's kind of a metaphor that's um, I learned about and kind of grew kind of benefited from, I guess, during college and even now, which is just, you know, as we're ourselves striving and pursuing these goals, we're climbing Mm -hmm. whatever journey we need to go through, we can bring others with us and we can help others get to the point where we're getting or even farther than we're getting. Because I think there's plenty of room for all of us in whatever direction we're heading. But a lot of the times we're so focused on us and maybe our failures and maybe our own things that maybe are knocking us down that we forget that we've made it so like this far. And there's someone that is dreaming of getting to where we are right. and, and we can provide so much advice, mentorship and resources right. that other people maybe don't even know about, but would benefit so much from and, and would help them get to mm-hmm. where they are. Um, and specifically, you know, my, like my dad said, he started working here at Diamond Sea. And I mean, I've seen him come home with like his strengths quest right. questionnaire. <laughs> and that's something I did in college as a freshman during mm-hmm. my leadership course. I never imagined that my dad would, you know, be taking a strength <laughs> quiz. And I'm like so thankful that, you know, the, the company provided that for him and him being a coach for his volleyball team or soccer yeah. team that, you know, Diamond Sea kind of sponsors, mm-hmm. allowing him to grow as a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and having access to those positions um, as a person and throughout his life is just so, so something that I'm so grateful for. And again, like I said, like just making sure that we don't forget that right. our, our paths are hard for sure, regardless of what we're pursuing. Right. Right. But I think there's always a high school student that is looking at you, Jeff, and it's like, hey, I want to open up a company uh-huh. one day, uh-huh. you know, and it's like, well, here's what I would advise you, hey, come with me on this journey mm-hmm. with me, students that want to go into medical school right. or in the medical field in general and, and allowing them to be like, this is the courses you need to take in college. Oh, you're low income. These are the programs that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just, again, take them along our journey, lifting as we're climbing mm-hmm. so that at the end of the day, all of us benefit from that, not mm-hmm. just the world, but specifically mm-hmm. like our community here in Mount right. Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Great, great challenge. <laughs> great challenge. I love it. Uh, and and to some extent, it's it's um, counterculture to some extent. You know, so much of seems like a, a lot of our society is you know find your own way, make your own yes. way, um, yes. do what's good for you, kind of thing. Which you know is not all bad, but I love the balance that your challenge brings to that. And you know, none of us got into the none of us got to where we are on our own. Right. We all had someone. Be it parents, friends, neighbors, something, community. We all had mm-hmm. someone pouring into us, supporting us, you know, giving us a solid footing of some way, shape, form. 
right? Mm -hmm. To take a next step. And uh, so, so, you know, sharing that and and, uh, being generous with that and investing that in others is so meaningful and impactful Um, and and such a worthy challenge for everyone (laughs) out there that's listening. Um, Step, what was the, what was the quote? Lift as you climb. Lift as you, almost a step as you climb. <laughs> yeah, step close and lift. <laughs> lift as you climb. Lift as you climb. Don't forget it. Lift as you climb. Um, so, Mr. Fuentes, I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you for a job well done and for the role model that you are to me and thank to you. your peers and to so many others around you. Um, you're nothing less than a difference maker in in the lives of a lot of people, in the lives of a lot of people, no doubt. And, Natalie, thank you. Also, so much for um, joining us, for sharing your perspective, um, and and for your ambition to honor your family, um, to honor your family, to to build on the strong foundation that that your parents um, kind of set for you and worked to uh, to establish for you. Uh, I think it's a beautiful thing when that that ripple effect happens that we were talking about when the um, when the difference maker legacy lives on and and grows through the generations, um, which is gosh, my hope and my prayer for my kids, right? Is some <laughs> someday, you know, that, that they'll say that I provided the same kind of my wife and I provided the same kind of foundation for them to grow on, and um, and you know, just as we started, that's perhaps for for everyone out there that has families for sure. That's perhaps one of um, the most impactful, important ways that we can make a difference in the world around right. us is through our children and our families, right? Mm-hmm. Friends, Absolutely. families, communities, those things. Okay. Um, great job. Thank you both so much. Um, and Great. with that, I just want to say thank you all for listening in and learning with me today. Um, now let's dig deep and apply these lessons and to go, to go and, as we say at Diamond C, do work, love strong, and be the difference.